Hey, peace and blessings to you. My name is Jerry B. I am the Entree Musician and so are you. I am so delighted to welcome another team host to our podcast, Mr. Andrew Slater. You're going to love his show. Hi, I'm Andrew Slater and I am the Entree Musician and so are you. And I'm a singer songwriter and uh, independent artist from uh, Newcastle, Pennsylvania. Uh, I write primarily from uh, a folk uh, slash uh, alternative background. That's my genre there. Um, my music has been featured on radio stations such as Heart of Indie Radio, as well as local stations uh, throughout the area. And uh, over the last year and a half, I've released 18 songs now um, from my debut album, Sunny Morning. Uh, which had home in Scotland Park on it. So my latest singles through forward and uh, there's a seat at the table. Um, much of my writing uh, centers on relationships, anxiety, trauma, faith, hope, and love. So uh, yeah, wide gambit there of uh, <laughs> inspiration and uh, the, the things that I write from. So um, yeah, uh, that's me. I'm Andrew Slater and I'll be talking about writing from personal experience on my show and uh hope you can join us and hope you enjoy it hi i want to thank you for joining us on the entree musician podcast this is andrew slater and um and uh, again just a little background about myself i'm a, i'm a singer songwriter from newcastle pennsylvania uh genre for me uh that, that i'm in is is typically a rock slash folk slash uh alternative uh genre um I have uh, been a, a songwriter for a, a long time. It's kind of um, kind of the way I've just kind of processed life. And uh, so I'm going to talk in today's podcast about uh, songwriting from personal experience and uh, kind of just really just talk about my process and uh, what, has, uh, what has worked for me in the creative process. And... Uh, if you are a uh, fellow artist out there uh, that's that's watching the pod or listening to the podcast or watching us online or on uh, on TV, um, you know I, I hope to uh, shed some light on some of my processes here, and and hopefully it'll can be helpful to you too in uh, in your process. Or you know if you're just a fly on the wall and just want to see how uh, a creative person uh, goes about their business, uh, then uh, yeah, <laughs> I think you'll enjoy this as well. So, um, so yeah, just a little bit about my, my story. Um, I, uh, I loved music as long as I can remember. I, it really started uh, playing, um, uh, guitar in my preteen years, 12, 13 years old there. Um, and, uh, and it kind of became a little bit of, a from a hobby to kind of a little bit of an obsession there. Just loved it, loved playing, uh, put in a just crazy amount of time on the electric guitar and, um, and was in a band too. We played mainly covers and, you know, hard music like Metallica. We're into, into stuff like that. <laughs> I've certainly mellowed out over the years. Um, and we played anywhere, anything from Metallica and Slipknot's, uh, to, um, you know, I started getting into softer stuff to Simon and Garfunkel and the Beatles. 
Radiohead. So it was a wide range of music. So I just and I and I still am that way. I do like a whole wide variety of music. That's kind of why when I talk about genres of music that I feel like I fit into, um, I like to always keep the term alternative there. But I I don't mean that term like as an alternative like emo rock or like hard rock like that, but like which tends to be sometimes the definition I see nowadays, but, but alternative in the sense of just, just different, you know, um, I don't know, kind of whatever, whatever floats your boat and, and, uh, conveying the, the emotion of, of the song that you're presenting, um, that that's kind of, that's kind of the genre I feel like I fit easily in, if you can call that a genre, uh, <laughs> but um but anyway yeah so i i was during that time during those teenage years when i played in that in that band with some friends from high school um that was kind of when it really started um but i i was a even as a kid i had journaled and had written stuff written my ideas how i felt about things and um so i could see that it was it was a process that was kind of always there in my life and then um i started kind of kind of utilizing that and really kind of developing developing as a songwriter really in my teenage years as I was writing original music for the band that I played in. And um and uh yeah that band ended up, you know, it ended up becoming another band and then ended up becoming um, you know, something that I ended up walking away from and and I ended up doing music and um went through a few things in my life, we'll just say, and then I ended up doing music in church. Uh, just just primarily in religious settings for about 10 years and um but even but during that whole process as well I still was writing um and most of the songs that I wrote really were kind of songs about doing life they weren't necessarily songs that like you would sing in uh, typical church services so so um kind of like what I was creating really um belonged if i could, could phrase it that way belong more in a space of uh maybe secular if you could use the right word but just it, it wasn't that it not necessarily uh like church church music like some some songs yes but most of them uh no and um and so i was uh writing and creating and create and just because that was how i processed life um if i was happy if i was sad if i was feeling love depression hope uh, if i was processing um a painful event um if i was thinking about faith thinking about theology it would just come out in song so um for me it um it's just a way of processing life and processing you know the human experience processing my human experience and making sense of the world so um so that's kind of that was always there and then uh in 2018 um i ended up uh ended up doing some some songs with uh innovate records which i'm very thankful for that experience um, because i learned a lot there um recorded 13 songs with them um and then i had uh, then I wanted to to look at doing some of my own production um, and get into that. Um, and uh, 
and I released the song Through was the first one that I released. Well, actually, no, <laughs> take that back. Silent Night was the first one that I had released really completely on my own. And then I did uh, Through, but uh, Silent Night was just, you know, it's a Christmas song. It's technically, I guess, a cover song, if you will. So it wasn't original, but um, but uh, yeah. So the first song I released on my own was Silent Night. So then I went and did a song called Through, um, which I'm very very happy with how that turned out and uh, since then i've done a song called forward and then most recently there's a seat at the table uh, and um at this point you know just getting into doing production yourself um and and learning that process as well has been been a lot of fun but so like after the after, over the last uh well dating myself here a little bit but at this point over the last year and a half released um 17 um songs well 18 now and um <laughs> 18 songs now and um over the last year and a half and then just want to just kind of keep that up and also look to just keep uh keep sharing keep sharing what what i what i have and what i've written with um uh, with you all and with the world um but yeah um so that's me but about uh the process um again it's my way of my way of really just uh perceiving life and 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 understanding the human experience understanding my experience understanding faith joy hope sadness you know and getting getting those things out and, and it can be a cathartic thing you know um i will run to my guitar run to my piano um as a sort of way of processing through something painful um and you know it's a it's a gift really I, I thank god for that um ability um i am a person of faith too I'll, I'll put that out there um when i when i read in psalms about david kind of pouring out his heart to the lord and um you know i think it was a cathartic thing for him as well and uh and then also read the story of David and Saul, where David played his harp and Saul had a, a spirit that was troubling him. And then Saul was felt well because of David's playing. Um, you know, there are these spiritual uh, realities of music. And, um, and, you know, when you look at your own life and I look at my life and I look at some of my favorite artists and, and favorite songs, that helped me through hard times, you know, that's, that's a reality, reality as well. You know, music is, is something that can be very, very cathartic and can have a healing quality to it. So, so that's something that, that I feel like I, I love about the songwriting process because in that, in that process, when you're creating, um, you as the, as the artist have this cathartic experience or, or can have it not, not all times. Sometimes you just sort of say how you feel, but you, I, I think almost always you feel better afterwards. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's not going to always like it's not like you, you know, just feel perfect. You know, you there 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 may be a time, <laughs> maybe a while. I mean, there are some there are some situations that I've <sighs> that have been inspirational for me that were painful experiences that i feel like 
I don't know. I <laughs> I feel like I could just keep writing and writing and writing about that that experience, you know. Um, and it's not like one song, so I don't want I don't want to sound like you just write a song and you just or just everything's fine, you know. <laughs> no, but but there is this healing quality to it, and and there are times where it is it is very very cathartic, and it can be that way, and um, and it's a gift from God, and I, and I love that. Um, and, uh, you know, something that I was told from a wise friend of mine is, uh, if there's something that touches your heart, um, if you create something that touches your heart, it can touch another person's heart as well. And, um, that's actually probably the most, uh, most rewarding thing about the whole process. When you, when you write something that has, has touched you. And then you share that and uh, and it touches somebody else. It's just just a wonderful thing. And that's that's really the best thing about the whole whole process, um, kind of beyond anything else that you could could receive when when that happens. That's that's really just beautiful. Um, but about my process, um, most songs of mine can originate with a you know, they come from a place of emotion. Um, they come from a place of, of, uh, feeling, whether it be again, pain, love, whether it be something that inspires you, like, you know, my, uh, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, or thinking about our relationship and looking back on that, um, you know, that's love inspiring you there. Or you could look at something that, Maybe you're just feeling personal anxiety over over a situation that you're in, and you know that anxiety has this feeling to it. And then you sit down at the instrument and you play something, whether it's the guitar. For me, it's guitar or piano, and and I find um, I find a progression that matches that feeling. So if it's love, you know or if it's sentimentality, or if it is um, anxiety, depression, if it is sadness, um, if it's joy, you know, finding a sound on, on either of those instruments that, that matches, um, matches that, 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 uh, that feeling, that emotion. And typically that's the starting place for me. And I'll kind of go through a chord progression, maybe a couple times. Um, and uh, play through it a few times, and then at, usually from that place, then a mel some sort of melody comes, a vocal melody, and um, and sometimes vocal melody can just be there, and it's just has no words. But um, like for example, I'll use uh, "Let It Be." I, I was watching the the, the Beatles uh, documentary um that was was on disney plus and uh paul sits down and he's doing let it be and paul says like the first line when i find myself in times of trouble mother mary comes to me speaking words of wisdom let it be da, da, da. and then the next night da 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 he didn't know what he wanted to put there, but he knew how he wanted it sung. And, um, you know, and so that 
typically is is how things can come about. Um, usually, the first couple lines I can just kind of sometimes they can just be you know, blurted out. You know, I just have this melody in my head, then I have some words, and then I just kind of go for it. And then, um, and then what will happen is um, you'll work it, you'll work it. Then, you, then you'll come to a point in the song where you feel like you should change the progression. Uh, you know, maybe have a chorus, maybe a pre-chorus, um, and obviously have a different melody, uh, vocal melody in that part. And, um, and then decide if you should add instrumentals in, so, so on and so forth. And, and it, it just is something that can be drawn out over time you know and um normally i like to when i get working on a song i like to have sort of a rounded out idea then that first session if you will that when you first when you get the first idea i like to to know oh okay i, I want this song structured maybe a verse then a chorus then then another verse then then maybe we'll do a a chorus again then an instrumental but um, I like to be free from thinking about thinking of first course, first chorus, solo, chorus, end of song. Like <laughs> I like to, I, I, I do like thinking outside the box, um, in terms of song structure, but sometimes that is just the way, the way to go about it. But just using that as an example, um, I, I do like to have a song layout, um, typically in that first session, but it can change and it. And it's good to let it change if, if, if you need to. Um, sometimes songs can just come out all sort of at once in that first session. Sometimes you end up tweaking and tweaking and tweaking for weeks or for months, or you just shelve an idea. And then years later, you're like, oh yeah, there was something to that. Maybe I'll just pull that back out and rework it. And then all of a sudden, ta-da, bang. It's <laughs> ready. It's ready to go. Um, as far as like examples of songs that were kind of just uh, done in the moment um, with just kind of minimal tweaking, um, I, I, it was kind of done in just one session. Through is a song that was like that. Um, through is a song. It just kind of, I, I sat down. Um, I was. The emotions I was dealing with at the time, I had this anxiety, this depression. I mean, we were in the, the middle of the pandemic. There's all sorts of uncertainty and everything. And life's not the same. I had a lot of change in my life, too. I was kind of rethinking my views on a variety of a variety of items. And um, just kind of had this message that love will see us through and sort of this picture of just remember as you're going through these bad days, remember the good days. And that's really the overarching message of the song. But then I, I really sing. I mean, the chorus is very direct. Love will see us through, but other parts of the song I'm kind of singing about in sort of an abstract way. Um, but the way the song came about, I just sat down with my guitar, started finger picking, just playing this little progression that, um, really resonated with how I was feeling on the inside and um and then just started singing and um and really the verses and the choruses that I sang in that moment just sitting down 
were basically complete. There was a few words and a few phrases that I changed. Um, and then I ended up adding in a pre-course afterwards, <clears throat> after that first, just sitting down and pressing record just to get the idea down, not like any sort of professional recording at that point, but just your idea. And, um, and then, uh, you know, I just did a little bit refining of the song and then started working on it with, uh, with the good equipment in the studio and everything and just went from there. Um, sometimes another way that, um, that I'll write songs and, and this is a, this is a way that, that has, has worked for, for a couple of songs of mine, um, is I'll get an idea like for a song and then I'll have this emotion and then I'll have this just one melody line, like maybe like a chorus line or, or one melody line of, of like a verse. And so in my mind, in my heart, I'll know what I want the song to be about. And I'll have this one melody line that I think is catchy and that I, that I feel sketchy that I enjoy. And, um, and then I'll just build an entire song around that. So an example of that is <clears throat> this song I did called There's a Seat at the Table. Um, I wanted to write a song about a family missing a loved one um, really over, over the holidays, you know, having an empty seat uh, because of a loved one that is um, that's just wrapped up in, in a negative life or has basically like left the family through some bad decisions. And, um, and I was, I was watching and actually just to talk about inspiration because songwriters, artists, we like to, <clears throat> it's, a, it's good to be inspired. Right. And um, just to tell you about something that inspires me is uh, television shows and movies can be can be very inspiring. Um, I've written multiple songs uh, th this is an example of one that that in a. In a way, it was inspired from a show, but I was watching this show called Dope Sick about the um, the opioid crisis and. Um, and that's that's was part of the inspiration behind the song and these stories of people and families that were kind of torn apart from opioid addiction and uh families just hoping to get their their kids back the way the way that they uh, the way that they were before they got addicted and um yeah I, I i've through my own life um i've gotten to know some people that have struggled with that addiction um and that touched me very deeply and um and that was really an inspiration behind that song uh but as far like so i knew i wanted so i like had this feeling i wanted to write a song about about that about a family sort of like a prodigal son or daughter story um you know having to and thinking about a family having lost a a, a loved one due to due to addiction due to uh due to due to that and um and i just had this one this one melody like and i just had that and i, and I liked it 
And I'm like, all right, I need to put some worse. <laughs> but that was all I had. And then I sat down, like, I'm like, all right, what key do I want to do this little melody in? How do I want, you know, how do I want it played? What chord progression do I want to put to that? And so the song was kind of built up from that. And then it's like, all right, well, what? All right, well, that could be the chorus. What will work as a verse? What will work as, uh, you know, will we do a bridge or will we do an instrumental or how will we lay the song out? You know, and it just uh, it just kind of went from there. Um, another song that was like that is this song uh, I wrote years ago called Scotland Park. Um, and Scotland Park started out with there again there was a feeling i wanted to convey um i want to convey this feeling of freedom this feeling of uh no limits this feeling of um you know taking a breath of fresh air and the the theme of the song was like going on a walk in the park just having a day in the park and there was a literal day where i had uh you know <laughs> taken off to recharge my batteries and i went to this literal park and walked around in the park and just chilled just walked among the the creation of god that the artwork of god if you will is kind of the what i say in the song um and uh and i wanted to capture that and but all and so i had this idea of what i wanted to talk about and then i had this melody that went along with it um and so that ended up becoming going down to scotland park sunny morning got an early start and i got no plans just enjoying so again that idea of hey i i'm just gonna take a day and recharge no plans <laughs> no plans no limits just relax you know and um and so so yeah it started that way so sometimes these ideas can come come that way and um and uh yeah if you're like me lean into them and uh hopefully we all uh, all us creatives and songwriters can lean into those those moments and uh, capture them Thank, thankfully uh Thankfully, things aren't like it were, was in the old days uh, where you didn't have ways to kind of record ideas quickly so you don't forget them. <laughs> but I also feel like in this day and age with so much information out there, social media and everything, it's like our, it's like it's easier to forget stuff. Like I, I almost feel like there were song ideas I had back when I was in high school and I would I would. I remember them that I remembered playing them and I carried them through into you know into this day and age that was that was back in the day when you recorded an idea you recorded it on a, a cassette tape by by a cassette player from walmart <laughs> with the recorder <laughs> say oh i got a good idea let me sit down with the acoustic guitar or let's gather the band around let's play this click the button all right here we go bang bang you know um so it's different then um and so the other way that that things come about there's two other ways in, in my process so those two that i just talked about those are typically the main ways this third way it's more rare um but sometimes this happens um on rare occasions i i i feel like i have the lyrics i get the lyrics and the chords in one go and it and then i really don't change really anything uh 
<laughs> to, to the from that original kind of take now um a song that was an example of this is uh there's the song i wrote called forward um and I, and i talked about not being bound by by structure but being free um to set up a song however you want uh we actually put a trumpet solo i my good friend john jurassic plays on the track on trumpet and he plays bass but um but i put this trumpet uh instrumental and there's there's electric guitars and instrumental too um like right in the middle of the song so the song's kind of laid out like verse one verse two chorus instrumental uh chorus there's there's no like extra verse there before the last chorus and nothing like that so it's a little different from your again your traditional um you know first chorus verse chorus solo chorus you know type type layout but um I know I'm not really unique in that, but but I just think it's important um, to kind of say, like, as a creative, like um, where you put I think I think where you put instrumentals and, and how you lay your song out. Um, I think it's stuff that you really want to think about because. Uh, you know, it, you want to you want to do your song layout in a way that best conveys the emotion that best conveys the message of, of the song. And um, a rightly placed instrumental uh, can cause the listener to to ruminate, or can cause the listener to really internalize what was said on an even deeper way. And um, you know, it's really the music and the the music and the words are all one. And I guess you know, evidence of that, like when I talk about my process, oftentimes I do start with the with the music or with the progression that I feel is saying what what i want to then you know verbalize with my singing um but forward is a song that came out all in one go um you know i just you know sat down on the acoustics started singing and uh then recorded a, just a little demo thing and then um redid the song like that same week in the studio and uh same layout of the song um i knew i wanted an instrumental i didn't know necessarily how i wanted it to go and then we were like oh let's do a trumpet and um yeah then we we just uh went about it like that but it was a song that like in terms of ev when i talk about everything all in one go i'm talking about the chords and the lyrics just all you know with no no tweaks and it is rare that that happens usually you're going to make some tweaks here and there um along the way so typically it's more more in that fashion um but uh, the last way that uh that i'll write at times is um some songs just come from writing about a certain subject um something that inspires you maybe you um like maybe i would journal uh like a couple pages talking about a certain subject or how I feel about something, or maybe I'll write uh, a poem or just write some stanzas. And then I'll take those stanzas and just and put that to music. Um, and then once you get into that place, you may be adding and subtracting words or rephrasing things to fit with, you know, whatever vocal melody that, that you like, or you'll just say, hey, you know what, we're going to add an extra <laughs> word here, it's going to be a little different on this line than other lines. But again, the overarching thing is, <clears throat> what is the emotion? What is what is the meaning of the song 
what is the message we're trying to convey with the song and um you know is that shining through so that's the um that's the fourth way that i uh that i go about the creative process here in, in my songwriting um <clears throat> but uh you know as i said earlier um i think i think it's a it's a wonderful thing whenever what you create something that blesses your heart blesses somebody else's um that's a real gift from god and it's um it's, it's a beautiful thing it's the best best part about it all so um anyway again i'm andrew slater i'm a singer songwriter from newcastle pennsylvania i am the entree musician and so are you and i hope you really enjoyed this episode of the entree musician podcast <laughs>